Hi everyone and welcome back to Atsi's Diary. First of all, I'd just like to say a big thank you to everyone who continues to share and listen to my podcast. Thank you guys so much. Today's episode will be about achieving financial growth. The first thing I'd like to tell you guys is it's not something that's overnight. It's not something you achieve all of a sudden. All of us have random urges to just spend our money on the wrong things. But in the long run, it's not worth it. So I, together with my guest today, who I'll introduce later on, will be sharing a few tips towards achieving financial discipline, especially for people who are in campus, just out of campus or starting their lives. The first question you need to ask yourself is how well you are able to put on a scale your spending habits and your financial goals. So financial goals are divided into two, long-term and short-term goals. So for long-term goals, you may need to have a standing order in place for those who have jobs or a fixed deposit account. When you come across a large amount of money, I'm talking about 50,000 and above, consider placing the amount in a fixed deposit account. Basically, what that means for those who don't know it is an account you're not allowed to withdraw money from unless you're withdrawing the whole amount. So in that account, it accumulates interest over a certain period and you can do this at any major bank outlet. So the next thing is considering your short-term and long-term goals in making a financial plan. So basically, I'll just give my, <laughs> I'll give my opinion of how this works, then she'll also give hers. So my short-term goals would basically be, you know, miscellaneous things like buying a phone, um, you know, like um, a holiday, something which you look forward to, but it is not in a long, long scale period, like five years, 10 years, less than that. So I would consider making the plan for both my short and long term goals at the same time, just so that I may put into perspective, you know, both of them at the same time, because it's easy to focus mainly on your short term goals. And forget that you should have long-term goals. What do you think? Okay, so for me, I tend to have the same idea of short-term and long-term goals. These may be different from person to person. So short-term goals for me, are I'm able to manage even on a simple Excel sheet. Day-to-day, uh, -day, you have variable costs and you have constant or the fixed costs so anything that is routine including things like fare lunch um, credit you're able to have those routine costs uh, fixed for your weekly expenditure unless you plan on talking to someone on your phone for an excessive amount of time you know that you're going to spend 200 per day 
so for the week you can actually fix your expenditure uh, the variable costs would include things like uh, entertainment things like uh, junk food uh, random buys or impulse buying so these cannot be defined upfront but you then need to place a limit to your variable spend so if you want to go for movies if you want to buy alcohol if you want to buy snacks and junk you can place a limit of maybe two thousand or one thousand shillings per month and then fit within that limit that you've set for yourself prioritize what you really want and what you can do without for long-term goals those differ as they said from person to person uh, my long-term goals would be different from someone say who has children or who has dependents people of dependents have things like insurance school fees to think about long term uh, thus they have to think about in case i lose my source of income how then will i pay for my dependents uh, if you're in this situation you need to have more robust long-term plans to be able to cover for any eventuality uh, for those who don't have dependents or have fewer dependents then your long-term goals should mainly include savings so put aside an amount of money uh, which will then be used on a rainy day or for investment for yourself and for future so that would be the advice i have so Another thing which she in fact taught me is one thing to encourage you to save is to have rewards for your financial discipline. That means when you're able to achieve a short-term goal of like saving 10,000 per month for six months, if you're able to achieve that, and of course you will have other small, small savings, you can buy yourself something or have a spa date or just have rewards for yourself to encourage you of course human nature we want to be rewarded for what we do so have rewards for yourself whenever you achieve a short term as well as a long-term goal especially for long-term goals i see like people buy cars um apartments land investments all these will be something you're working towards so it's easier to work towards and I think the one tip that I have learned throughout my campus is to always, if you can, have a side hustle. Um, and here's what I think. Side hustles don't have to be a big thing. I see so many girls in campus having thrift shops and I see guys, PS, what these are so important. And... If you are partaking in such things, kindly don't put down someone's hustle. Like, kama kucheza PS ni 40 bob, just pay him 40 bob. Because you don't know how far that amount is going. Um, on the side hustle tip, make sure to save at least half of your savings from your side hustle. Because at the end of the day, this is something you want to be kind of like a backup or kitu in a idea. It shouldn't distract you from your main focus, which is like your job or your current source of income. My final word of advice before I let my fellow host finish up 
is the one thing I've seen really messing up people in campus is gambling, betting, and taking loans. It's not worth it. The same way, let me just put it in perspective. The same way, a guy, like, ukipea demdo, akam kwaku. Aneza kuja, ama aneza kosa kuja. Sendo, that's betting. Like, apu uneza kuma lose pesa yako, ama, and, sorry, that was just a random example, but girls don't be used for money. Secondly, hakuna need ya wewe ku, it is no need for you to be listed on Tala, on mcorp on cash i don't know what they're called all those apps reduce taking loans as much as possible if you don't have a current source of income always remember that 10 15 years from now yes you will inherit your parents property you will probably have a job that's paying well but at the end of the day you do need to have enough money to build a life that is comfortable for yourself so i'll just give it to my host to finish up thank you so much for listening this is actually my big sister and she's like the most financially stable person i know bandits stay away but i had this really bad habit of always depending on like cash payments from my parents from my sisters one thing i'm going to tell you guys is at the end of the day no one wants a needy person no one wants that person every weekend bro the point which is made about routine and variable costs make sure it doesn't take up your money you don't need to go out every weekend you don't need to you know Use your money trying to solve, to, to prove a point. It's not worth it. Yeah. Finish up. Okay. So what I'd say is if, if you have a habit of saving, congratulations. I think you're on the right track. If you have a habit of overspending, I would say just look at the liabilities that you are putting upon yourself. Um, if you're not investing yourself in yourself at the point of you using that money, then think twice about it. Um, the world is not going to end. If it is, it might as well be while you're rich, yeah? not poor. So just um, what I'd say is be, be frugal, be careful with your money, uh, invest in yourself as much as possible. And for those who like living large, I, I'm not capping that, just continue. But know that you always need to have a backup for yourself and for your family in the future. Uh, your spending habits will go into your future life. So ensure that you get that in check as early as possible, even in campus. Yeah, so thank you so much. And bye. bye. <laughs>